Welcome back, people. It's episode 47 of the Taxi Squad podcast of season two. We have a lot to get into today. We are back with some strange and unusual dope shit we got to talk about. Not only that, but some good NBA and some college football recap. Vince might do something with NBA. We don't know yet. Who knows? And then we're going to go into some Bears Corner and some of our top five Thanksgiving foods. Vince, we got a show ahead of us. Are you we ready do. I would just like to welcome myself back. Bronchitis boy is back. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. It's Thanksgiving week, and I'm happy to talk about some dope shit today. Mike, what do you say? I I love dope shit, Vince. Me too. To it's be way honest, better than not know. dope shit. So to give the audience some sort of, you know, backstory here as to our guy getting sick last yeah. week. I mean, he had a weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, Vince? I mean, you and I together doing stupid shit that Saturday. Having a we had time. a proper Italian time on Saturday, let me tell you. I mean, it was a late night Italian time, but needless to say, it happened. Yes, we really, lots of uh, tomfoolery. <laughs> we we really just hit it on all levels. This guy, I mean, we, we came in hot in the morning. You know, Chicago Mike coming in with a killer. Killer Mexican-inspired breakfast. She was delicious, let me tell you. I got to toot my own horn. We also then proceeded into mimosas to afternoon cocktails. For Gin martinis, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we went out. And then we went out. We were out until midnight. Yep. Vince might have fell in love with some random Naperville house mom. Who knows? We... <laughs> <laughs> and we get back and we play on CAA 14 like any good American boy does. So I would, you know, it was a good time. I went to the Bears game after that. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the Bears game after that. I went to my friends after that on Sunday and I started burning up. And then I woke up on Monday and I couldn't speak. So that is why I wouldn't ditch a podcast unless I literally cannot speak. That was the situation. Mike called me and he's like, What's wrong with you? (laughs) You can still kind of hear it. It's still got a little bit of, of back on it, but. This guy texted me early, early in the week. He's like, dude, bad news. I'm like, oh, God, what's going on? He's like, I can't speak. I'm like, oh, why? He's like, dude, I got fucking bronchitis. I'm like, oh, someone went a little too hard this weekend. A little bit. Okay, he's back. My family's probably happy I couldn't talk. (laughs) I'll be honest about that. Vince's favorite person to hear talk is himself. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, we both have that in common. But I mean, hey, I mean, what else is there? Anyway, I mean, Vinny, just to just to say it's great to have you back. Thank you. You know, yeah, yeah. The show is not the same without you. I could carry for only 30 minutes there. And I hope the people enjoyed. We both had solo episodes in season two. It's funny how that works. It's great to be back, man. It's great to be back. Well, very happy to have you back, Vince. And I mean, you know, gobble, gobble to everybody. First and foremost. Happy thanks, G. Happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you for Mm -hmm. listening to the Taxi Squad podcast. And Vince, I don't know if, if I told you this, but. I'm thankful for you too, bud. Uh huh. You know, just that saying. one just, of us. Just, <laughs> just going to get it out of the way. Yeah. Eat a dick. Anyway. I'm thankful for you too, Mike K. Come on. On the left side, kid, bottom of my heart. This wouldn't <laughs> be happening without this guy. So, facts. Hope you can go tell a friend the same thing that you're thankful for them. It's important. And your part grandpa's of this process. And your cool old grandpa to it that you should listen to this podcast with. Just saying. Um, but, Vince, we're back with some strange and unusual stuff. Yes. Last week we were, you know, talking a little bit about Thought Amy, mm-hmm. 
which you know i hope the the listeners enjoyed uh, something we'll have to retouch on uh, <laughs> yeah because that's a whole other i got opinions we, <laughs> we could go on a lot for that <laughs> but i i mean this week it seems to be pretty you know interesting to say the least Vince. right it looks like somebody's out for somebody's head why don't you get into this a little yeah bit? um so first off you're listening to this on wednesday and it's probably weird for you we wanted to give this to you before you hit all those games on thursday so i just want to put that off the bat We're recording on tuesday right now and what is happening currently is the brooklyn nets with ben simmons playing the game is playing the philadelphia 76ers the <laughs> People know Philly fans to be crazy. You know, they like starved the Houston Astros and wouldn't let them get anything sent to their hotel rooms during the World Series. Um, they had to grease the poles because <clears throat> all the fans were going to climb them and do some ridiculous stuff. And Philly being Philly, they decided to increase police presence at the Wells Fargo Arena because <laughs> Ben Simmons is back. My thought is, listen, a lot of things can happen. What are they going to do to a player that's on the court? But then again, those are things that I don't want my head to get into. So it's pretty wild. I bet you're like, shit, send me out there. I'll do something to him. Mm. Ben Simmons is an enemy of the show. Not a fan. Not a fan for a second. I would like to make like it clear him. that I don't we'll hate him like, like him. you do. He does <laughs> but... nothing. He's fucking useless. And he shows that every time he plays the game of fucking basketball. He can't in solidarity, shoot. I'll hate he him with you, but I don't he actually can't shoot to save his ass. He's, hey, he's a one dimensional player. Oh my God. Set the world on fire. I can make two fucking free throws. Okay. We'll go to lifetime right now. Set it up. I'll make it happen. Nine minutes, four points, five assists right now. All-star player. Oh yeah. All-star player. Maybe an all-star defenseman. Maybe. Yeah. On a good day. Not every day. Sadly, Uh but yeah, they decided that they have to increase police presence to the point where their security of their arena wasn't good enough that they have to bring more people outside to avoid Philadelphia fans from doing what exactly? I'm not sure, but you can only really imagine (laughs) what are they going to throw bottles at them? Like what's going on here? They got James Harden. Dude, these Philly fans like they, they go hard. Like, they don't like people. And if they don't like you, I mean, they're harder than Chicago fans, New York sure. fans. I mean, Boston's go, the only comparable, maybe, but I wouldn't even say that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I have a dream about Boston, Vince. Have I told you my dream about Boston? No, this but you're about to tell all to the people listening to this, too. No. Please. So, like, I kind of just like, so you know, like in the movie Beer Fest, where he gives his buddy a black eye to keep, like, the yes. spirit of the black eye? Yes. Like, I just have, like, a weird, odd dream of, like, having a black eye in a Boston bar really drunk with the locals and maybe some of you boys. And, and, and then just like, just singing silly Irish songs like that. Like that's, that's my dream. I mean, that's, that's all I got. Shipping out to Boston. You're screaming that. Exactly. (laughs) Just with a black eye, maybe a semi broken nose. Cause I got in a little bit of a scrap. I was going to say there's like a 95% chance we can find somebody in Boston that would fight you right now. You know, Vince, I'm getting a little too old for that shit. My body doesn't recover the way it used to. If you want your dreams to become a reality, we're going to have to do it, dude. So we got to do it soon. No, no. <laughs> I, I don't need all like in, in my mind. It's how I envision it, but I don't yeah. 
you could probably omit the black eye and the broken nose. I don't know about that. Seems like a pretty important part of the story, but alas, we're here. It's <laughs> like your bachelor party's coming up, and if you just I get would like to sucker see punched that. in the side of the head, <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to do with it. Hey, man, I'll give you twenty bucks if you punch my buddy. <laughs> hey, you see that random guy over there? You just go punch him, and then just walk the away. Don't do anything else. Don't say a word. He'll know what's up. And just say Vince told me to do it for your bachelor party, and your dream will be like, thank you. <laughs> you get back and then your fiance yells at me. I look at I look at, I look at Vince. I'm like, you're a good friend, man. You're a good friend. <laughs> Grab me some ice. Can you give me some ice? I think I'm, I broke my orbital bone. <laughs> my orbital uh, bone. <laughs> That's the uh, lamest shit to walk away from a fight in. I think my orbital bone's broken. Do you know how much fucking pressure it takes to break an orbital bone? A lot. Like, like nine hundred pounds of pressure to break an yeah. orbital bone. Like that's mm-hmm. like sinking in someone's face. Yeah, we got to get Francis yeah. Ngannou on you if that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Pass. There's a question: Would you rather get punched in the face? Yeah. By Tyson Ngannou. Ngannou. Okay. Like in that environment, right? Or you have to go a minute with Jake Paul. What do you choose? I'd take a minute with Jake Paul. I totally take a minute with Jake. I'm running. Oh, I'm hiding running, but I don't yeah. think that that kid's a freak athlete. I don't I, think I'm going. No, I far. agree. He would beat the living hell out of me. There's no doubt about it. But at least you have a chance to avoid getting hit. Maybe a couple body shots were all right, but Who's taking the one, one with the broccoli hair is that Logan Paul or is that Jake Paul? I know they're both Disney kids. I don't even know what <laughs> broccoli hair is. Jake's the young one. That I the know. Bro- the broccoli hair that I call the guy the that didn't. The guy like that he... didn't fight Floyd Mayweather is Jake Paul. Okay. Yes. So Jake Paul is dating fucking uh, the one girl that flashed her boobs in the Astros game. No, no, no. Oh no! So the older brother is Logan Paul. Yeah. Okay. He's this is an incredible podcast. He's dating the Victoria's Secret model. Probably, man. I'm actually not sure about that. This is incredible co- podcasting. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> people, about? People need to know. <laughs> People need to know about this shit. We're totally squirreling. It's true. I love it. Well, let's get into some dope shit we got to yeah. talk about, at least in, in this sense, in this very corrupted <clears throat> uh, World Cup ahead of us. And it's the only time in the fucking U.S. that we give a shit to talk about, about soccer. soccer. And Vince, I know you love soccer because you've been to Ireland and all that good shit. So why don't yeah. you go lead this one? Hey, listen, they play Irish football out there. It's a very fun time. They always play soccer, but, you know, I'm not watching soccer when I'm out there. Come on now. Curling and Irish football. You got to stay with it. But. We all know the FIFA World Cup is happening right now in Qatar, and it's already a shit show. I feel like the expectation coming into this is that it was going to be a shit show, um, but Qatar does not have the infrastructure to actually host anything like this. Um, a couple things here. A couple things here. So first off, Qatar banned drinking two days before this started out. So before the World Cup started, first game started, two days they ban drinking at stadiums. Um, it's a known thing that drinking's not allowed at most places in Qatar, which is a hilarious thing to think about in the first place, because how did they end up getting this if that was the case? And they said it doesn't affect the selling of Bud Zero, so 0% alcohol Budweiser. Budweiser is a signed-on sponsor for the World Cup. They'll now probably sue FIFA because they sponsored this event for $75 million to sell products at the games, which they can no longer do besides Bud Zero. What's the point of drinking Bud Zero if you want to get drunk? Zero point, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) Ah, So that's the first thing. 
That's, that's the pun person. and the point. Yes. Continue. Sense. Zero chance. Um, second thing, Qatar is also banning the rainbow altogether. Not even like a like a gay pride thing, just banning the rainbow. Um, <clears throat> so some Wales fans were forced to remove their bucket hats before entering the Wales-US game. And then two Americans were also quote-unquote accosted. One journalist was held by stadium staff for half an hour for wearing a shirt with a rainbow on it before eventually being allowed in. So they don't like the rainbow there. Um, obviously, it's because of gay pride thing, because they don't necessarily approve of that in that part of the world in Qatar. And finally, <clears throat> fans are paying $190 plus for thick plastic tents that were unbearable, quote unquote, to be in. The tents are reported as extremely hot. The shower water is dirty and brown. One guy refused to stay there after paying $3,000 for his stay. The temperature, mid-80s the whole time, no air conditioning in there. So three strikes. I'm sorry, is soccer this fucking important to people? I clearly oh, like Mike, yes. Worldwide, like, come on now. I understand, but don't you have a TV? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't need to go to a fucking desert to watch this unless I'm in air conditioning. Well, my argument like, is that it shouldn't be in the desert. <laughs> what are they well, doing? It shouldn't be in Qatar. Yeah, but exactly. what the bigger the the bigger story here, Vince. Yeah. And I have done some homework on this, needless to say, because I thought this was interesting. So the settlement of Qatar, which sounds like a villain's country. <laughs> it does. It really it does. does. It sounds like a supervillain country. <laughs> So the settlement of Qatar, not Qatan. Anyways, um, they legit have bribed every board member of FIFA millions of dollars. And not only that, but it like gotten into the depths of their family. Oh, your your cousin is trying to sell that property overseas. We'll pay three times the value of what they're looking for that. And, and, And just crazy shit that is being done behind closed doors that is totally collusion and it's totally illegal and some guys have gotten popped for it two board members actually got excommunicated and pooped out 2015 this was yeah i mean so this is still going on qatar got it somehow to your point they do not have the infrastructure but money talks vince like anything it does in 2015, 27 people, four corporations pleaded guilty to various bribery, bribery and money laundering charges, often linked to the bids being given to 2018 Russia and Qatar in 2022. So these were actually decided, I think, in 2010, like 12 years ago. And this is just actually coming to fruition now. So in all reality, it shouldn't have been here in the first place. It got kind of bribed to do so. I don't understand why they would do this because this all seems like really horrible press for their country. I don't think they give a shit. But why would they want it there in the first place then? Because they want the they want the money. Yeah, but how much money are they making if they're not selling any oh, alcohol? That has to be like the uh, biggest well, thing. Yeah, but the, what they're making on top of that, for whatever moral reason, is the fact that a World Cup was held in Qatar. Yeah. So you're and, getting all that residual income from people being there, spending money in your town, blah, 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 blah. Granted, they did spend like $9 to make the tents, and then they're charging 200 bucks for it. So right. <laughs> they probably made a killing on those. Right. I mean, you're making thousands of percent on that. So This is you know, Athletic Firefest. Hmm. I don't know, man. This is very interesting to me. <laughs> this ridiculous. is why, like, I just, okay. 
I understand the importance and the significance of the World Cup worldwide. I, yes. I get it. But I'm very tired, and I know a lot of soccer fans exist in the world. Yes. But when the world Like more than happens, any other sport? <laughs> I know. I know in the world. In the world, right. But I'm going more granular now. I'm talking I got about you. the U.S., no I'm sorry. If you talk out of, <laughs> if you talk to one in fifty yeah. U.S. citizens, I'm gonna say maybe, maybe five out of that fifty are like true real deal soccer fans. Yeah, like name ten soccer players. That kind right. of shit. You're not gonna get it. Football, baseball, basketball owns life here. You know what I assimilated to? You know? The Olympics, I guess. Like no one knows the track and field runners, and then it's like, holy shit! Like this guy's amazing. We know one. He went to our high school. Oh, Evan Evan Jager. Jager. Shout out to him. Steeplechase King. Uh Steeplechase King. Um, Yeah, I mean, like no one knows swimming, and then all of a sudden Ryan Lochte and obviously Michael Phelps are like household names. But then they leave for however many years, and they come back and they do it again. I mean, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But then again, it's soccer. Like, okay, I'm just sick and tired of Americans being like, oh, it's the World Cup. No, (laughs) this is an excuse to fuck off of work a week before Thanksgiving and go get drunk at a bar somewhere. I have never heard you argue against that. I just want to make that clear. I mean, I'm not like I'm not going to argue against (laughs) that. But like, I got better shit to do. Yeah. It's like when unless it's like the White Sox or the Bears. That's the only time I will go to a fucking sports parade. I didn't go to any the Bulls? Of the Blackhawks parade. Uh, yeah, the Bulls. Okay. Dude, the Blackhawks okay. parades were awesome. I'm sure they were a great time, but I'm not the biggest hockey guy. Yeah. So I got shit to do that day. I'm going to go do my work. Like, I'm sorry. It's just what's important that day. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's just like I got shit to do people to see places to go. People. I get it. You know? When there's so, a party, Vince is right there. I just want to make Mike is usually right there. Yes. I mean, talk to my fiance. She'll tell you a million times. This guy doesn't know when to quit. Kick Vince out of your house on Saturday. (laughs) I no, no, (laughs) did not. (laughs) No, not at all. Talk to Steve Lacey, by the way. She just wanted (laughs) us to stop singing stupid shit. (laughs) Stop singing Bad Mm. Habits by Steve Lacey. Vince and I have a whole have a whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> we have to create for the, the fans of this show, and it all is surrounding that song. Yes. Wish I knew. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, just sick and tired of the Fugazi bullshit Americans play to make it like, oh, yeah, we're all like united worldwide into soccer. Like, no, we're not. I think, yeah, I think it's just country pride at that point, too. It's just like, you know what? Because every year, every or not every year, every time the World Cup comes around, it's like, hey, U.S. is good. We got Christian Pulisic this time. He's going to be amazing. And then what ends up happening is, you know, they tie with whales and you're like, all right, well, well, can we just that? like think about it, though, <laughs> for a second, like in a different world and time in an alternate reality? What if soccer was the U.S. sport and we put all of our best talent in that sport? Like, could you fucking imagine Tyreek Hill playing soccer? That's true. I mean, think about that for like three seconds. That's true. If Tyreek Hill played soccer, dude, it'd be over. Hell, we dude. would run this shit. Half if, of the point guards in the NBA would be insane. See? <laughs> it's true. So it's like, to my point, if soccer was our sport, we would own this shit. 
across the globe. Tom Brady would not matter, though. Tom Brady, no. He'd be no. so bad at soccer. <laughs> he would be outside looking in. Yeah. All he knows how to do is what like you're not ourselves. allowed to do. <laughs> and big guys like ourselves would definitely. I think that's a thing. Like, if you're plus 200 pounds in your youth, you're not in soccer. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> no shot. I'll just never forget being in high school and being like all the, all like the, you know, cheerleader girls be like, oh my God, the soccer guys are hot. And it's like, <laughs> well, they all have six packs and they run a fucking three miles every fucking game they play and i'm fat and i right. block people with pads <laughs> hey girl what you hit, got for a right guard <laughs> or 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 hit baseballs of a fucking quarter mile yes one of the th- like that's what i do you got a thing I'm for never, first baseman <laughs> uh, yeah you got a thing for big dudes i'm a like, catcher how you doing <laughs> I'm, yeah how you doing i frame really well i'm not the fucking fabio coming off the soccer field with my fucking hair and my six your shirt off me. and you're just like wow so all those kids were aggressive with their fucking shirts coming off yep. i was like okay i just scored we- two in footy <laughs> it's like fuck you dude <laughs> with the british accent <laughs> i'll beat you in footy everybody that plays soccer has a british accent that's like nine out of ten exactly people. yeah exactly it's like if you played soccer you're automatically assumed to have a british accent no matter yeah. where you're from in it's the just US. facts playing footy footy play, play <laughs> little footy in the afternoon <laughs> and then footy at night with your girl yeah footy with my brethren <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my surname anyways. that's my surname anyways that was good well vince soccer is fun yeah and i'm sure we'll have to talk about it in the future it's so just excited. It's just Qatar, man. It's just what a bad it's place just, to have a fucking soccer tournament. God damn. It's like I equate it to like the movie The Dictator. Yep. Where it's like that's what's being ran by this. A lot of oil money. And yeah. But we would be remiss, Vince, if we didn't talk about this amazing weekend that was college football. Indeed. Well, I mean, we would just. Amazing. Huh. Honestly. <laughs> Not I, for me. I, well, no. But I mean, for this guy. I okay. Your so dreams Vince, finally came true, Mike. Congrats. Vince got sick last week. I get sick on Friday. Still kind of battling it, if you can kind of hear. It wasn't it, my fault, I swear. Here. No, it wasn't his fault. It's just a matter of time, time of year. You're going to get a chest cold. That's what it's about. Anyways, moving through. Going to be fine for the holidays. I'll be home. Shout out, Ma. Anyways, this weekend, Mike was stuck on his couch. And in a way, it was so glorious because I was sick, I was eating soup, I was napping, and I was watching football games, and I was making sure I was nap. I had a nap schedule, Vince, around the games I wanted to watch. I love that. Fantastic. I love that. It was fantastic. You're not not prepared. I was prepared. I made myself a delicious breakfast. I got some tea moving. I was just on the couch. First game of the day. TCU Baylor bouncing back and forth between that and Navy UCF. Holy shit, Navy. Don't fuck around with Navy or take them lightly <laughs> because they will surprise you. Mm-hmm. Navy's got a squad. They always pull out a game like this once a year. They were doing shit to Notre Dame last week, too. They were. They were yeah. moving the ball against a very good defense. And to give that some legs, I mean, they beat UCF by three points. Great game to watch. Now, to me, maybe the game of this entire weekend, and I mean, it's very arguable because there was a lot of good ones, but TCU and Baylor, yeah, man, what a dogfight this No was. doubt. I mean, game back and forth, back and forth. Max Duggan may have put in his bid in that top four, top five Heisman material. 
Yep. This Lest we not forget, Baylor at the beginning of the year, people were, there was noise around them for sure. And they played a really good game this game. And I know we were talking and you had a very good beat for you this weekend <laughs> that ended up working out on this game. So, oh, so this game was very interesting. So going into the fourth quarter, the Horn Frogs are down basically 10 points. And the odds for the Horn Frogs to come back in the fourth quarter was plus 420. Insane. Hell yeah. 420. So, uh, <laughs> so this guy decided, you know what? Just to add a little action to this, I'm going to throw a five piece down. Just to just why not? Just a little yeah. five piece. Just break Responsible. Let her know we're not involved. Well, we became involved <laughs> because TCU came down the field, three drives, two big defensive stops to end the game in the most epic fashion I've ever seen. They literally had a walk off field goal, no timeouts left. No, no, like they ran the ball. They got into field goal territory. Field goal kicker missed a really easy chip shot early in the game and was like, no, that's not happening again. Hell no. This fucking guy comes out, rush offense, comes out on the field, 10 seconds left, off the field, kicking team out, ends the game, field goal to win by one. Quite a redemption arc. I mean, Vince, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Max Duggan is a dog. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Uh, TCU proved why they're supposed to be there. Uh, I bet they would have wished they won by more, but shit, they're still fourth in the nation. And they're looking primed for a playoff spot here, um, especially now. Because of I mean, opinion. mind you, they lost three of their top offensive talents. And they were doing this with backups, dude. Ship keeps like, moving. They, they were not fucking around. So overall, one of my favorite early afternoon games. Now, Vince, it happened. I know, See, Mike. Now, Mike's. Mike's been calling this for a long time. You were just waiting said, for it to happen. <laughs> well, I've been calling doing. it for a long time, okay? okay? With all of that being said. Sure. I've called it for a long, long time. Meaning, Tennessee was going to lose to somebody. You're just okay. rooting for injuries. I was not rooting for injuries. <laughs> I never root I for know. injuries. I know. But Tennessee was going to lose to somebody, and it was going to be somebody who wasn't ranked, and it was going to be like, holy shit, how did that happen? Yep. Well, it finally happened, Vince. That fucking lost defense was Cox. so bad. Tennessee, I, you can't even blame their offense. I mean, they still put up 38 points. I've never seen such a horrible show of defense from a team that's been decent on defense all year. It was like Spencer Rattler looked like Tom Brady in that game. And if you've listened to us for a while, you know how we feel about Spencer Rattler. It was... It was unbelievable. Spencer Ratner went 30 for 37, 438, and six touchdowns. This is the yeah, South Carolina game. Never did that Gamecocks. at OU. Never did that at OU. Uh, just to give Tennessee a little bit of love, Spencer Rattler did say that this was a, uh, a complete change in their entire system and their entire school, whatever, their entire football program was them beating Tennessee. So he gave them a lot of good praise there, but. It was bad off the bat, and I thought there was a possible comeback of Bruin, and then our boy went down. And that that was a shame. Hendon Hooker was having a wonderful year, and I obviously no one roots for injuries. Um, Your heart goes side. out to the kid, man. He had a tremendous year. 
he's a fighter. He'll come back. He was Heisman. Yeah. He was Heisman type player for a lot of the year, and he's obviously not going to get it now. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what his draft capital ends up being after he, you know, gets back from this injury. But it just really sucks to see. No, you hate to see it. I mean, you definitely hate to see it in more ways than one. Um, very disappointing because he had a Heisman type season on his hands. And we'll talk about the implications that that brings now uh, moving forward. But you hate to see him go down that way. Uh, he stuck the rest of the game out, which I think is even more impressive. Kids yeah. tough as shit. Uh, wouldn't leave his team. But, you know, everybody gets one. Every dog has his day. But, you know, I have issues with the SEC because okay. how in the hell – does Alabama get to play the Hanley School for the Blind? Austin P. <laughs> and then, you know, Tennessee's playing right. the Gamecocks, interdivision rival. Right. And then you have Ole Miss playing Arkansas. You you okay. LSU playing UAB. Oh, whoop de doo. Yeah, that was bullshit. I don't know how there needs to be some sort of regulation as to how that's worked out. And it sucks because you look at the AP poll and you see that Alabama's eighth in the country now and Tennessee's ninth and you're like wait a second who beat who again how does that work it's like well they beat Austin P 34 to zero it's like who is it one guy like what school is that and yeah I, I've always had reservations with the whole college football ranking system but it's such bullshit like Alabama lost twice they obviously didn't lose by a lot in either game but I really don't think that they should be ranked higher than them just basically because they beat them and they have the same record so well, I think a lot of things are going into that from the AP polls because Hendon Hooker's out and all that yeah. good jazz. Um, what I would say, though, is like, you know, the Big Ten, the Big Ten, it gets good. It gets really good in November. It gets mm -hmm. really good when it gets cold out, basically. Oh, yeah. Wonder why. Like, for example, like Michigan and Illinois played this weekend. I'm not saying that was like some big game, but you knew it was going to be competitive. <laughs> you knew it was going to be competitive. And, I mean, Illinois almost pulled it out. Really? They really did. At Michigan, too. Need I remind you. At the big house. Um, we were talking on the phone while this was happening. Obviously, Michigan ended up driving up the field at the end and kicking a field goal. But this entire time, Illinois was basically in the lead or basically running it uh, come third quarter. And, you know, they obviously couldn't pull it out. But I was hoping they would because, you know, it's nice to see one of those undefeated teams go down. But now... We're looking at four teams at the top of the rankings, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU, all undefeated and all looking prime for a playoff run. Well, all looking prime for a playoff. All looking prime <laughs> for a playoff run. Time. I can say words. <laughs> one anyways. Time. Anyways, but you look at this game. I mean, this game wasn't a, you know, walk in the park. This is a dogfight. You lose this game, you're going to fall back in the rankings, potentially get out of a playoff spot. And now, okay, Michigan's down Blake Corum, yeah. who's arguably their best offensive talent, hurts his knee, was running all over Illinois that entire game, goes out of the game. Potentially a huge, huge, huge problem huge yes. for them. Um, now, they play Ohio State on Saturday. I mean, Vince, what's what's the prediction? I mean, this game's huge. I mean, if they're out Blake Corum, if they're out some defensive talent here, I mean, who's to say that? They're about to get diced. You think so? Jim Harbaugh had it last year. It's fine. CJ Stroud's coming in with some vengeance this game. Like you said, they lost their guy. They lost their top running back. Like, I don't know about all that. I think OSU 
puts a good 50 burger on them. I would not be surprised. Really? Yeah. Seriously. It's my expectation. You think it's going to be that big of a dog fight? They play, they play hard, but I would say it's going to be like a 50, 30 situation. That high scoring. I'm sure of it. Why are you so sure? Ohio state. How could you be so sure? Ohio state lost to Michigan last year. And as much as it feels great to be Michigan, it feels bad to be Ohio state and lose to Michigan. I don't think they're coming back with anything but the sole intention to beat the shit out of Michigan, especially as the two and three matchup. I think Ohio State comes and shows what they're what they're worth this time. All right, Vince, you ready for the weather in Columbus, Ohio on Saturday? Oh, this is probably going to change my opinion. Go ahead. Fifty-two degrees. Oh, fifty percent chance of thunderstorms. Okay, so it's going to be windy, rainy, and windy. Fifty-two percent though. So that means that about half of the area isn't going to get hit with rain. We are meteorologists also on the Texas. (laughs) I learned that recently, and now I think about that all the time. It's not 52% chance it actually rains. 52% of the area is going to get hit with rain. Maybe they'll just miss it entirely. Hmm. I I think the win by itself is going to at least knock it down a bit, but I still say they're probably going to win by 15, 20 points. Hmm. You heard it here first, people. If I'm right, crown me. Crown them. Crown their asses. You want to crown them? Crown them. I can't root for Tennessee anymore, so we're out here. So you're going to go Ohio State? No. No, none of them. I'm rooting for the game now. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about how talented Caleb Williams is, Vince. Oh, boy. I've never seen. I mean, Norman Nate called it on this show moons ago. Yes. Caleb Williams is the guy. (laughs) And that boy needs to be scouting for someone because he's got the eyeballs. That's all I'll say. I'm waiting for Tank. You got the eyeballs, homie. Tank for Caleb. It's about to happen next year. (laughs) Be ready for it. One of these teams is going to be like, we're getting getting Caleb Williams 1-1. We're tanking for him. No longer tanking for 2-0. You're tanking for Caleb now. Dude, he almost put up like 400 yards of offense by himself. He almost like put up 500 yards of offense by himself. It was insanity yeah. to watch this boy work. <clears throat> yep. And I mean, Austin Jones is nobody slouch for the record. Mm-mm. That kid can run the ball like nobody's business. I that know Travis Dye badass. out for the rest of the season towards ACL. Fine, but Austin Jones didn't miss a beat. Did not yeah. miss a beat. This team... It's just, it's going to be defense. That's all it's going to be because their offense is purring. Um, and granted, UCLA is a really good offense. They played a really good game. Very Chip Kelly-based offense. And they only did lose by three, but there was no stopping Caleb Williams that game. If, and... if Dorian Thompson-Robinson doesn't throw three interceptions, this game is totally different. I agree. This game is totally different. I feel like they could have ran the ball a lot more. Um, they had to throw though. I mean, they were they had a nice lead in the beginning of the game, and then the second quarter did. just really fucked them up. I mean, going into the half, they were. I mean, it was twenty to twenty one. Mm-hmm. So this was a hell of a game. Watch the entire thing. Caleb Williams is just a beast. Now, Vince. Yes. We have a weekend. Where we do. The Tassie Squad boys have a rivalry match. Do we do? I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> Why don't we talk about it a little bit? Okay. So why aren't you looking forward to it, Vince? Because it's Notre Dame and USC. It's a great rivalry. It's a very fun time. You guys have beat us the past two meetings in South Bend. Yeah, I'm well aware. And that was a good time. 
Um, the problem with it now is that USC is a better team than Notre Dame. <laughs> and really? listen, Notre Dame has a really good defense. Um, they completely shut out Boston College, which kind of means nothing this week. But it means absolutely. They did. Shit. Nice little warm-up match. Um, I'm worried about what happens in the air, air miles this time because obviously Notre Dame doesn't have the greatest offense of all time. No one's disputing that. Drew Pine is constantly back and forth where I don't really know how to feel about him, but I do know that he's probably not the guy. Um, so what we're expecting here is, is a high scoring game. And if that happens, then Notre Dame's going to lose this game. But if Notre Dame can somehow contain Caleb Williams a little bit, I think if it's a dog fight, Notre Dame might be able to take it, but I'm not looking forward to it. Notre Dame is a very good defense. Yes. But they have struggled to play high powered offenses. Right. So, yeah. Um, USC's defense isn't the best in the country right now. Yeah, but I would say that their defense is better than Notre Dame's offense, if that makes sense. Fair. Like, well, they, how Notre bad Dame's their defense is, is isn't as... very one-dimensional. You're yeah. You're going to run the ball. They're a lot. You really can't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, Drew you Pine. Play very, <laughs> you, you play very high-powered offenses week in, week out in the back 12 uh, USC at home in the Coliseum. This game's going to be awesome. Yes. Last you. time Notre Dame came to the Coliseum, it was a shit show um, for the record. So you do wear some cool jerseys, though. Yeah. You do wear some really cool jerseys. The Golden Dome's fun. The green jerseys every now and then are fun. The team's fun a lot of the times. It's just I. this is quite a rivalry game. This is a very old rivalry. Oh, um, the oldest. It was uh, a lot more fun back in the day a little bit, but hey, look where we are now. Notre Dame's on their way up rather than their way down, which is nice. But, you know, I, if you were to ask me in week three if Notre Dame would be the 13th ranked team in the um, in the country, I would have said you're bullshitting me because they were horrible at the beginning of the year. And this always ends up kind of happening where they just get better as the year goes on. But I called it. I called this would happen. I know. I know you did. I thought you were just being like a helpless optimist for your boy over here. But what actually mm. is going to end up happening here it is always like, happens. I think Notre Dame is just going to probably get, not come out too hard. They get like really overrated really quickly because they beat Boston College by 44 points. Um, I don't know about overrated, though. I mean, they have a okay record at 13 is high for sure um i probably navy you clemson don't forget about clemson 35 14 two weeks ago clemson boat race okay clemson's in the acc and i get it like all right fine you play clemson in 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 South Bend, and you did the whole thing. They're well, going to put them seven. If they're going to put them seven in the country, they, though, and they and they double their score, like what what else do you want them to do? Well, look at what Clemson's done since. I mean, they they just do what they usually do. But yeah, they DJ beat them so Ulu. much they demoralize the shit out of them. DJ Ulugunlelay, Ulugunlelay, I mean, he's not the guy. So they're not in any playoff bid. I mean. Dabo does what Dabo does. I mean, okay, fine. Listen, they were undefeated at that time. Who did they? The best opponent they played all year was fucking Syracuse. I'm just saying. You say the same shit about TCU. TCU. I mean, listen, TCU plays at a pretty good conference in the Big 12. A lot of high-powered offenses. Is the Big 12 that much better than the ACC? No, I'd say the ACC is better than the Big 12. Right. 
So checkmate. <laughs> well, TCU is the exception right now. Yeah. It's not checkmate necessarily. Just saying. Same. Notre Dame wouldn't beat TCU. I want to make that clear. I'm just saying in no, general. No way. No, I'm just saying in general, if they were undefeated in the ACC, it's a different game. But yeah, they're I, I But I mean, Clemson still ranks seventh, if you could believe it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's wild. So if they did beat the team and they're still seventh in the nation, Notre Dame's at least got to be, you know, 15 under. Um, but I would probably put them at 15, maybe 16. But at this point, yeah. these rankings don't matter that much up there. So no, but it is what it here's is. the thing now. Now, Caleb Williams, Vince, does he have a shot to win the Heisman Trophy this year? I think an outside chance. Yeah, especially with Hooker going down. Um, okay. I have a feeling it's going to be a CJ Stroud run to the end here. Um, like easy ticket. Yeah, but we'll we'll see what happens here. I don't there's no like. It doesn't seem like there's much of a battle right now, but I do think Caleb Williams definitely has a chance. And next year, come next year, I think he's probably the Azon favorite. Oh, absolutely. That kid, I've never seen anybody sprint to their left, jump, throw across his body, and throw a 20 yard dart. Especially on the money, too. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's like got that Justin Field dish to him, you know, where it's like he's a big boy, but he's quick. Freak athlete. Freak, freak athlete, and a cannon of an arm. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was making throws on Saturday night that, like, that's elite. I mean, top of the top. Like that's Mahomes territory type arm talent. Yep, and Mahomes didn't really have that as much in college as he did in the NFL, anyways, or does in the NFL, anyway. So no, he played at Texas Tech. It's big to see. Got Cliff Kingsbury yeah. NFL job. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I don't know how because he didn't win anyway. Um, moving on. I mean, hey, college football, Jack Fort this weekend. Big, big. Yep. Um, Vince, you weren't here last week for the picks. Sure. I really just talked about the picks that we didn't agree on. Yep. Um, so if we look at this Titans Packers, we both picked the Packers, both fall on our face. Right? I'm fine with that every time. <laughs> totally fine with that. <laughs> Give me that. Bears losing a barn burner. We'll get into that in Bears Corner. Yes. Eagles and Colts. Whoa, Eagles. Sirianni? Dude. He's got the fire. He's got that dog in him. Dude, you've really He's come around to plants. him, huh? I kind of like him now. I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, he didn't prove himself, and now that he's proven himself, I kind of dig the message. I'm with you. I dig the message. Then, Pats, Patriots. Vince decided to go with fucking Zach Wilson. Why, I have no idea. Uh, the, but... No, I went with the Jets defense and if you look at what the ended up happening in that game we're gonna get into our disagreements here okay just take it easy okay mike goes with the pats you know takes up another one commies and texans vince i don't know texans i was that was sick brain brain. no clue (laughs) rams and saints saints at home i have no idea what vince was i'm done with the rams i'm done should be yeah and then Browns, Bills, everybody knew the Bills was gonna take that one ravens panthers very low slam get into that yeah giants whoa didn't think the Giants were going to lose to the Lions. But the Lions. Three I mean, in a row. I know. I, fucking Lions. Three in a and row. And then Raiders and Broncos. Raiders. <laughs> Total shipple. I mean, Vince chooses the Raiders, though. Picked it right. right. Cowboys and Vikings. Primetime prime time Kirk. Awful Woo! Kirk. The worst. Holy Just shit. 43. Terrible. <laughs> Anyways, so Bengals, Steelers. Fucking great game. Yeah. Bengals look like they're back. Chiefs and Chargers, just awesome boat race. Chiefs and then 49ers, Cardinals, Jimmy G's the most handsome man on the planet. 
All right. Yes. So let's get into the Pats and Jets game, Vince. Can we go Eagles Colts first? I want to talk about Sirianni a little bit more. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about that dog. Nick Sirianni. This is even about the actual game. Like it was honestly closer than I thought it was going to be here. Um, Shout out to Jeff Saturday, I guess. He's better than they thought he was. But guess who doesn't like Jeff Saturday? Nick Nick Sirianni. (laughs) Nick Sirianni went absolute ham on the Colts crowd after the Eagles win. Running up, basically hopping on a bench and saying that shit was for Frank Reich. I've honestly, you could see this guy kind of like lives or whatever, puts his heart on his sleeve, whatever it may be. He was the offensive coordinator of the Colts 2018 to 2020 when Frank Reich was the head coach. Loves his guy. I've never seen an outpouring of of passion like I've seen from Nick Sirianni over a guy that was fired at his job, especially a guy that kind of deserved it. Oh, I mean, listen, that's his boy. Like, if somebody was going to fire you and I was looking forward to coaching against you yeah, or competing against you in some way. Fuck that guy, yeah. And then I'm going to work harder to beat that guy down. No doubt about it. And then when I do beat him, I'm totally going to do what Sirianni did. Fuck Especially you. the weird hire, too, where he's like, I don't even know if this guy should be the coach. But does this is this a little bit of a cause of concern for the Eagles, not just basically boat racing the Colts this week? I mean, it was a very low-scoring game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Linval Joseph coming into this now. Him and Nodamakin Sue on the same yeah. line. Dirty. With Robert Quinn and Abram, I mean, just nasty. Yeah, I mean Scary the Eagles D. Eagles D is just going to be nasty the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I just think Jeff Saturday kind of has these guys rolling. They're playing good defense. They've always had a talented defense. I feel as if the offense is their only hindrance, but they were moving the ball really well in the first half, running with behind Jonathan Taylor, and then they just totally got off that in the second. Yep, it was. It seemed like the run, the running game was working, and there was a little bit of a cause for concern with the Eagles there. Um, Pass defense is a lot better than their run defense. I think that's pretty clear. So it'll be interesting what happens in the next couple weeks here. Um, The Eagles take on the Packers next week. Aaron Jones. Let's see if he can have a he can have a game. But yeah, I think the best decision that Jeff Saturday made was to bring Matt Ryan back and sit down Sam Ellinger because that shit did not work. That was a total owner-driven move. Yeah. That was totally the owner group. Like, oh, yeah, put an Ellinger. Oh, okay. You know, but Saturday doing Saturday stuff. You know? I, yeah. I just think he is a good match with this team right now. He's kind of what they need. They needed some juice. He's the juice. But love Sariani sticking up for his boy. Agreed. I mean, you got to love that. Eagles, though, I, I don't know if they lose another game this year. I mean, they're that fucking good. We'll see, man. I mean, they're 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 really good. They have an All interesting right. little little stretch coming up here, so we'll see what happens. Oh no, it's gonna get tough. It's gonna get tough quick. Now, lowest scoring game I've ever seen: total snooze fest, Pats and Jets. Um, no one wanted to score. Two quarterbacks drafted in the same draft class, so bad. just totally sucking. So bad. Uh, and and then, like, is it out of bounds to say like whoever lost this game was gonna get absolutely obliterated? And for press? sure. Um, but I think that it was even more, it was even worse. Like Zach Wilson's so bad. 
There's no a, way around it. He's kind of an it. egotistical prick, too. That's the problem, too, where it's like there's not a lot of ownership going on with him, um, especially in that post-game press conference when there's like, do you uh, do you feel bad for the D or whatever? You feel sorry for the defense for that? And he's just like, no. It's like, come on, dude, just lay up. Like, just take it. Like, just be like, yeah, sure. I feel bad. Like, we should have scored more or whatever because their Jets defense is good. They're not even the one that gave up the touchdown. It was their special teams. Like, it was, it was just bad. Zach Wilson going 9 for 22 with 77 yards is horrible, especially when the rushing offense wasn't working at all. They were at a standstill. I think this team's better off with Joe Flacco, truly. Joe Flacco's probably going to start, or do you know who might be coming back this week, Vince? Lightning Mike White. Fucking Lightning Mike White. I don't think he will, but that'd be fun as hell. My fucking hero. What a name. Love him. Lightning Mike White. This is also to say, though, that the pa- the Patriots have their real problems, for sure. And I think they're technically, maybe technically in the playoff run right now, but I don't Matthew know. Matthew Judon might break the sack record, bro. Yeah, he's a beast. He had a game right. against the Bears, too, even though the Bears ended up beating I mean, beating Matthew him, but... Judon is like a guy right now in more than one way. Yeah. Like, no doubt about it. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. He has 13 sacks so far this season. Yeah, he's a beast. He really is. I mean, like, that's the thing. Their defense is going to be good no matter what. I mean, it's the Patriots. It's ran by Belichick. It's just when you don't have that signal caller on the other side that can basically run it himself, it's it's bad. And also, you don't have Josh McDaniels. And as bad as he's been in Las Vegas, you'd rather him than uh, our old Detroit Lions friend <laughs> who's not even an hey, actual Patricia offensive coordinator. Hey, Patricia with the pencil in the air. Don't fuck around there. Right? He's not even an offensive coordinator. What no, he's doing? not. He's a very good <laughs> defensive coordinator. No yeah. business being an OC. Uh-uh. None. None. Who it makes knows? no sense. Could be reverse psychology. Um, well, the Pats, yeah, no, I don't believe they're headed anywhere in that division. Um, Mac Jones has regressed pretty terribly. Horrible. Zach Wilson is getting called out by Garrett Wilson. Like, and Elijah Moore. Well, Elijah Moore, that guy got dealt a really shitty hand of cards. I don't know. Like, no one will throw him the ball. He was so good last year. Don't know why he like he even says in press conferences they're like well what's your connection like with Zach Wilson he's like I, I don't have one that I, I don't get, get the ball, the ball. <laughs> yeah yeah which is like crazy because I mean you throw him on the Bears and you're like thank God you know <laughs> and he's got weapons and he's not even using them because he can't the best throw he had was a perfect dime to Devin McCourty so figure that one out Jason McCourty Devin McCourty which one. One of the McCordys. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> he had three interceptions. I mean, got could have been a fourth. Guy's a total shitbag. And and I don't think he's starting. I mean, when Robert Sala comes out in his press conference and it's like they're like, Well well, how was the quarterback's performance today? And he was just he just he said two words. He said dog shit. It's giving me Mitch Trubisky vibes a little bit. Oh, he's like the reincarnation of that. And I feel and everybody was so high on him. Oh, Zach Wilson, this, Zach Wilson, that. Looks like the only thing he was good at doing is banging milfs. Which, you know, all power to you, bud. I mean, but hey, everybody has their talent. Stop making enemies. Right? That's all it is. I think he's I think he's too confident in himself for how horrible he's played football. It's really what it Tiger is. Tiger Wood golfs. Michael Jordan plays basketball. Zach Wilson bangs milfs. Right. There you have it. Facts. Anyways. Um, all right, commies and Texans. Vince, I don't know what you to tell decided. You. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, okay. I don't know why. Was Davis Mills is so bad. <laughs> the neck is not good, and Lovey Smith is actually getting confrontational 
with the local Houston media. I don't know if anybody said saw this, but he never got that way here in Chicago. Uh-uh. He was always just like, so love you lost by 30. How do you feel? Well, you just got to come back better next time. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. You're, you're not mad. The man showed no emotion. Now right. I clearly showing emotion. I kind of like it. Good for you. Lovey. Yeah. You got to kind of do that when you're a one, eight and one team. Uh, Davis Mills project probably over. Damian Pierce couldn't get shit to happen. Their passing game didn't work. Their rushing game didn't work. But what I'd like to say, though, is Taylor Heineke's a dog. Taylor Heineke is an absolute yep. legend. And Antonio Gibson, good game. Um, I like that running back duo that they got going on right now. I probably like Gibson like, more than Robinson. Like taking over. Yeah. They wanted it for Robinson, but it just, you know, sometimes talent just weighs out here, and Antonio Gibson just looks better anyway. So, you know, I don't think Brian Wilson's fully healthy in Robinson, his defense. Yeah. I mean, you got shot twice. So. That's true. That's I a mean, fact. let's face it. You get you get shot twice. I mean, fifty cent wrapped, but Brian Wilson has to run a football. So Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. <laughs> no, Brian. Um, Chase Young comes back to the team next week. Commanders are six and five right now. Three oh, teams? Can three teams three? from the NFC East make the playoffs? Who would have thought that this would have been a conversation at this stage of the game? True, especially in NFC like week two, East. three. I mean, come on. No Robert Carson Wentz? <laughs> Gone. See you. You know, what's cool about Heineke is that every team he beats, he buys the same yep. colorway Jordans the same day, which I think is dope as fuck. I so. think it's awesome as well. He's probably going to have a dope-ass collection by the end of this. This is the first time that Ron Rivera's had a winning record for the Washington Commanders as well, which I think is very interesting, um, which is crazy because they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, but they had a losing record, actually. So Good for Ron. He's a yeah. good dude, man. I met him when I was in high school. Nicest guy I'd ever met to me. Bears legend. So, Bears legend. Great guy. Can't say anything bad about the man. So Agreed. good for the commies. Saints, Red Rocket time. Called it. Called it. What, oh, are they going to bench him? Who the Red Rocket? What's the point of playing them? What do you mean? Like, well, like why? It's like they're not even really competing that much. He's he played a good game, obviously, but he wins, bro. I know, but what are they getting from him? Like, what's the future look like with Andy Dalton? They're just tanking for a better quarterback. To be honest, they don't like Wilson. This isn't how you tank. They they don't (laughs) like what's his face. What's his name? Jameis Winston. How dare you, Winston? Sorry, crab leg thief. No, the LASIK Jameis. How dare you? LASIK. I got it. Yeah, LASIK won't ever get a shot again. He'll no, be a he's career done. backup. He's sad. Called it. And Vince was like, this is just come back here. It's like, no. I Same wanted him to, okay? I he love him. It's over. He's a content I machine. What, I know he's a content machine eating W's and shit, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, no one knew it was going to happen. I mean, Chris Olave is a dog. Get that guy. Maybe CJ Stroud. Maybe that's the Maybe that's the play. It the feels like Chris Olave's already played more career games than Michael Thomas. <laughs> That's a fair statement. Michael Thomas will never play football again. He'll be like, he'll play one game next year and he'll be like, oh, I hurt my pinky. I'm on the IR for the rest of the fucking year. Probably. That guy gets a fart blown on him and he's like, oh, God. I got pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I got pink eye. It's over. It's, it's over. over. Jawan Johnson, though, looks like a small forward in a football uniform. He's the closest Jeez. that we're going to get to LeBron James playing football. I would like to say He's that. He's a monster. Yeah. Beast. I mean, absolute monster. You, you got to love it. And then Jarvis Landry catching a touchdown for like the first time all year. Yeah, awesome. that was big. Um, 
Can we talk about the Los Angeles Rams? They're done. What the hell? It's over. Right, but what do they go? Where do they go from here? What do you do? I think everybody's gonna retire. They won one. They tried to run it back. Everybody's done. You think McVay's done? I think McVay retires. I think Donald oh. retires. I think. I think everybody's done. I mean, Stafford is you definitely have injured. No, you have no draft picks. That's the problem. You have no more money. You went for broke. The only way out now is to just suck for the next five years. I mean, they're about to give the Lions a top 10 pick. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's awesome. You're two years removed from that, and the Lions are like, nice. (laughs) Come in. Motor City Dan Campbell. He's going to be out there fucking biting kneecaps, getting more guys to come into that culture. Maybe a quarterback. Is this one of the worst... In recent memory, obviously, we're not going to go back. Is this one of the worst Super Bowl hangover seasons we've ever seen? Mm, yeah, I'd say. Usually they're competing, but they're right. not competing. At, at least 500. No. No, they're bad. They're really bad. It's over. Cam Akers isn't a guy. Cooper Cup's out for the rest of the year. Daryl Henderson waved. He's out for six to eight weeks. <laughs> Technically. Over. over. So he no, can come back in week 18 when they're playing for nothing. That's basically all that can happen. Yeah. It's over. It's tough. Stafford, if he was wise, you got your money. Retire. Be done. I don't know how else you're going to get back to the promised land. Do you feel bad for Allen Robinson? No. <laughs> he leaves the Bears and goes to a team that's equally as bad. with the Bears, dude. You probably <laughs> would be in better shape right now. Probably. Yeah, for sure. At least future-wise. I mean, you would have been in a better shape, but... We'll get into that. I mean, I don't know, dude. Rams are done. It's crazy Um, to me. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, the game we really need to talk about here, Vince. Yes. Fucking Giants. Oh, boy. Whoa. Danny Dimes put up a hell of a fantasy day, but that was about it. That defense looked good for Detroit. The The Lions have won three games in a row. That's wild to me. Um, Jamal Williams with 64 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> awesome stat line to go. All the guys who drafted DeAndre Swift over Jamal Williams. I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck? Hey. Yeah. Hey, he's their goal line back. It is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. Jamal, oh, yeah. Jamal Williams carried so carried so many this game. Um, and even when I was at the Bears game, um, when the Bears were playing the Lions and they lost by one, tragically, which I wasn't here to talk about, sadly. Um, Justin Jackson got a lot of carries, too, and it just makes me think, like, DeAndre Swift is good when he gets a lot of carries, and I don't really understand why they're not going with him more. But I guess if it's if it ain't broke. Jamal Williams is kind of like the emotional leader of that team, I feel For like. sure. And that's why I feel like they put it on his back. I don't know. That's my opinion. Not saying it's right or wrong or indifferent, but good for Motor City Dan Campbell. Listen, if they give, what if they give the Vikings a run for their money here in the next seven weeks? Because the Bears aren't. Yeah, but they still like the the Vikings have two losses right now, <clears throat> and the Detroit Lions are sitting there at four and six. Saying, good like happen. maybe they can give themselves a run, but I don't think they have enough time right now. Field events, it could happen. Could happen. Plenty of things could happen. I don't see that happening. Um, I do see the Lions accidentally winning too much where they get a kind of a shitty pick, but it doesn't matter because, again, they get it from the Rams. They have the 10th pick maybe or, or sooner with the Rams. Yeah. Just saying. 
So they might just be like, all right, we're going to play hard and then just bet on the Rams to suck. But the Giants, 7-3, and three, getting beat by the Lions here. Still 7-3. and three. What happens to this team? The Giants? Yeah. Mm. There's talks that Odell may go to the Giants. Giants or the Cowboys, I'm hearing. I heard a wild card is the 49ers and don't sleep on it. Why, why would he want to go there? Why not? He'd get the ball like maybe once a game. Yeah, he doesn't really fit in that offense, but there <laughs> is talks like he was on the sideline for a couple games. He's already in L.A. Yep. He'll play with him. He had some Jimmy G. Give Jimmy G more of a deep threat, and they don't really do that, but if Jimmy G had a guy who could go up and get it, who knew? I don't even know if he can throw more than 20 yards. Yeah, he doesn't throw the ball like, <laughs> far at all. Game manager. That's all it is. He's just so good looking. He is. He's handsome. I had a did you ounce of that bone structure? Did you see that pregame? Uh, they were talking about <laughs> they're talking about Jimmy G and Cole McCoy. Yeah, and Jimmy G walks in <laughs> looking like a fucking cow. He's wearing model. this beautiful, like uh, reddish pinkish suit, very like 49ers looking, just handsome as shit. And Colt McCoy walks out with like some sunburned face, like a t shirt. Yeah, Looks like a fucking rancher. Yeehawing his ass all the way. Well, we're close <laughs> enough to Texas, buddy. So I'm looking like I'm part of it. So yeah, I'll tell and you what. Listen, Jimmy came out on top there, but we're not on that game. No, we're not. I'm just saying Giants. I don't think it goes that far. I think they maybe get a wild card spot, but they don't have the horses. They just don't. Yeah, I'm interested now, to see what kind of happens. Goes down the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Dimes. Good dude. I just don't think he's the guy that gets you the promised land. Right now, it's seven and three, man. And the thing is, is when Saquon's on and Saquon's doing it, they're better off for it. The Lions just shut him down this game. So their passing offense, yeah, it looks good technically, but when you're, you know, when you lose by 13, it's a different story. So true. And then the Broncos and the Raiders. I mean, who would have thought that this division would have been this shitty? Like, not yeah. I, not I, we were talking at the beginning of the year. It's just like, like they might vision three out of the four this. teams might make the playoffs this year. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The, the Broncos aren't working out obviously. And no. recently Melvin Gordon does get waived from the team for what's believed oh. to be fumbling Mike or. All right. So allegedly the story is this after the game, since Melvin Gordon Big only, had, <laughs> only had eight carries for 31 yards. Actually, not too bad, but he but he did fumble on the goal line. Um, <laughs> supposedly, he was playing future like loud as fuck. And if anybody knows the story between Sierra, Russell Wilson and future. Um, hey, Russell Wilson came out on top on that. Yeah, I know. But supposedly, he's very sensitive about it. And literally, the claims are that he went to management and said, you need to get rid of him. (laughs) So stupid. That's the case. It's like, grow up, dude. There are also reports that um, Russell Wilson is calling out checks that are from his days with the Seahawks, and no one knows what the fuck he's talking about. That, like this is true. Like these are real statements being made by the NFL media. Dude, like he's calling wrong checks. They're calling like fly eagle fly, fly eagle fly, and they're like, whoa, whoa what the <laughs> what fuck are you, are you talking about? The fuck are you checking out of right now? And he's like, ride, ride, ride. 
Huh? He's so cringe. It's terrible. He, yeah, he's brutal. Uh, they're stuck with him for a long time here. So hopefully, he has something. Daniel Hackett. They're probably going to have to get rid of him because this guy can't be trusted. He like, can't what do be you trusted do? with the clock. He can't be trusted with the clock. Well, supposedly Nathaniel Hackle hired Hackle Hackett Hackett hired an assistant to help him with game management, and he's right, not so, calling the plays anymore. So what is he doing? So what is he? <laughs> yeah. Emotional leader. <laughs> you're in a glorified emotional leader, and you're the head coach. This is the most Matt Nagy shit I've ever seen. Yep. Watch Matt Nagy gets the job next year for the Broncos. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and he'd be like, "Listen, Russell Wilson is great character." You know, like, I'm Fuck, me. here we I'm go me. again. <laughs> I'm me. I'm here to be me, and yep. I'm here to be with Russell. And together, we're going to be one, and we're going to ride. And I'm here for that. And I'm going to spew a bunch of bullshit. He walks in. He's like, let's ride. And you're like, no way. Oh, boy. You guys are riding with the sideways offense. Because that's what we did in Chicago. (laughs) Anyways, but good for Derek Carr. Good for this offense. Finally, he gets a dub. Big game ending. Walk off fucking dime throw to Devontae. Did they forget about him? Were the Broncos like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like He he was so open and it was so over. Number 17? Nah, fuck him. Nah. He's not even that good. <laughs> yeah, from what I hear, not that great. Right. Um, and then probably the game of the week. Whoopsies. <laughs> I mean, the Vikings coming in off a big emotional win in Buffalo. You come home to play the Cowboys, and the Cowboys just rolled. Oh, wow. It was a real wow situation here. Um, game ball to Tony Pollard, probably. If you have Tony Pollard in fantasy and you drafted him early enough, God bless you. In my one league, I am that blessed. And that boy is just sick. He's so good. He's so much better than Zeke, and he still gets out carried by Zeke. And I'm like, all money. How? All money. Jerry Jones does not want him to not be used. That's really all it has to be at this point. And granted, Zeke's good on the goal line. Zeke's good on third down. I get that, but Tony Pollard's just really pushing the agenda, saying, hey, I'm here. Give me the ball, and this is what I'm going to do. At some point, you just gotta, you just gotta go with the guy, especially in this, as a seven to three team that beat the shit, the living shit out of what the best team in the NFC right now, second best, I guess, after the Eagles. That's yeah, it's telling. Listen, I know that the Cowboys just got their number on this one. Like, Mike McCarthy was laughing on the sideline in the second quarter. Like, this is fun. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm used to beating the shit out of this team. Mm Mm-hmm. I like it. So, and and Kirk, I don't know what it is, but when the lights are the brightest, he shits the bed. Dude, he's like not, he's the opposite of clutch. And then he does some stuff every now and then. You're like, oh, maybe he's got it. He doesn't. When it really counts, he doesn't. If you think about this win, because you look at the the Vikings, um, they're, I mean, They've gotten routed by the Cowboys and the Eagles. Who do they expect to play in the playoffs? Probably one of those two teams. (laughs) Yeah, for the first, maybe the first round, but it's not going to go well for them after. I mean, yeah, he just doesn't seem to be the guy. If you look at the Viking schedule for the rest of the year, you can realistically think of them as like a, you know, 12, 13 win team. And they, could get home field advantage, but it's just they're beating up on bad teams and getting their ass beat by good teams. This 
This was a I schlock. Could see the Lions maybe beating them. They, they could. They certainly could. If they play like this, they definitely could, Just especially saying. if they stop the run like this. Because, again, Kirk Cousins did not have a good game. Honestly, Kirk Nick Cousins. Mullins played better in garbage time than Kirk Cousins did. Well, garbage time is garbage time. All right, but still. 40-3 to three is ridiculous, dude. They got fucked from the beginning. It was so bad. Oh, yeah. You got to love it, though. Oh, it's hilarious. Three points in the first quarter, and then they shut them out for the rest of the game. And it's, yeah, I don't know. It's funny for us because it's the Vikings, and you're like, you know, it's good to see uh-huh. as, a, as a Bears fan. But also, you got to kind of almost feel bad for Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Jesus. feel bad for Minnesota. They finally are like, in we a have way. a good team. We don't have to cheer for the Timberwolves anymore. And then this happens. Wow. Well, goes, goes to show you. I mean, hey, good for the Cowboys. They're still going to fuck it up. Nah, yeah. not a doubt in my mind. They're a good team. Anyways, that's going to lose in the playoffs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the Bengals. Um, yeah. Bengals are are really good, and they're yep. back. And, I mean, it didn't matter if you didn't have Joe Mixon. Samaj P. Ryan was like, you know, I I, I played for OU, too, and yep. I'll be just fine. Kitten so. Jamar changed back soon. Uh, do you like the uniforms? Love them. Yeah, I so think they're cool, hot. too. It's so weird, hot. but it's cool. So hot. So fucking cool. I think the white on white is so dope. They listen to the fans, which I think is even bigger. So cool. So all about the all whites. Love it. Bangles. Uh, and the thing is, too, is all they got to do is get to the playoffs. Once they're I'm in the playoffs, saying, you let Joe cook. Joey B is a dog. Yeah. He's got that dog in him, hometown kid. You got to love it. Yeah. You got to absolutely love it. Uh, and, but great game. Yeah. Kenny Pickett looked okay this time. Najee Harris had a good game. Which is Najee the first Harris is back. It was his first game this year that he was actually good. So my fantasy team has been playing with you. a foot injury. Yeah, he had a steel year. plate in his foot, uh, not in his foot, in his cleat for some some weeks here. Obviously, their offense has been completely dysfunctional this year. Um, but I mean, this has to be kind of an upper for Steelers fans because he kind of already punting on the season. But shout out to the Bengals. We'll see what happens. I mean, they they're getting. They're getting happy when when it counts the most here. So you know, pull a couple more wins out of your belt, win the division, move on. Maybe they maybe they outdo the Ravens. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, the Ravens don't look very good right now. They almost lost to the Carolina Panthers. Just saying. Hey, the Bengals only won by seven to the Steelers. So yeah, I understand. But awesome. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Now the game that was very surprising that Patrick Mahomes comes back and wins in L.A. Yep, Chiefs Chargers. Whoa, whoa, no weapons. Miko Hardman out. Tony goes out early. Clyde Edwards right? Alaire's on the IR. I know he's your backup at this point, but he's still on the IR now. Pacheco is a dude, right? Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco's a dude. All right. He's a dude because it's an offense that doesn't need the running back to do as much as they need to do. I don't think he's My that question is, is, Patty, is Patty Mahomes going to throw for like 4,000 plus yards this year? Probably. This is, and I was having this thought in my head Same. too. We had this conversation about this division. And again, this always happens with the Chargers too. The Chargers are great. Chargers are great. Chargers are great. They're fine. Fine. That always happens. We talked about the well, defense Herbert at the beginning. doesn't have any weapons to be fair. Right. But he, he did. You know, I don't know. Mike Williams is a dog, too. But that's the thing. We talk about the Chargers every year. They're going to be better. They're taking a step forward. They're 5-5. Five and five. Raiders suck. Broncos suck. Kansas City Chiefs are 8-2, and two, and they're probably the best team in the NFL right now. 
it doesn't matter how many guys you put on any other team. The Chiefs are the best team in the division again. Like, there's Pat Mahomes is so they damn have good. An easy schedule coming down the line here. So, still doesn't matter, man. Like, in all reality, because the way you see them play, you're just like, shit, they're always going to end up winning it. Because that yeah, was the thing, too, is three touchdowns. Yeah, I know. Trash Kelsey's a dog. And that's the thing, too. It's like the Chargers won, felt like they won at the end of the game, but there was just too much time. And Pat Mahomes has that Brady effect to him where give him too much time, you're going to pay. And then the Chargers had a little bit of time to do something, and they couldn't because they don't have Pat Mahomes. I, Justin Herbert's is fucking boss. He's great. He's just not Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is too damn good, dude. Patty Mahomes is a absolute dog, and he's refining <laughs> that knife, and he, it's sharper and sharper every year, I feel like. Because he's got Andy Reid. True statement. Yeah, true. No, they they work in, in, uh, in a cog. They're a machine together for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. The leader himself, he's the man. Cheeseburger eating what he is. Now the 49ers go into Mexico City. This was great. We touched on Jimmy G's handsome face. I don't know if anybody saw Sidebar. So Jimmy G, George Kittle, Chris McCaffrey, and I forgot who else all went to a Golden State game during the week. Oh, yeah. And all the cheerleaders just said fuck off to the rest of the, the dudes there. And they all went straight for Jimmy G. Yeah, I'm a I'm a straight man, but I'd do it. Listen, <laughs> listen, I don't need to be one way or the other just to say that that is a handsome human. It's a hot guy. So, There's no doubt just, about it. Like to the point where it's like if if you woke up tomorrow and your wife left you for Jimmy G, you'd be like, I get it. I would just call him and be like, listen. Treat her well, or however you usually treat anybody, because you seem like a here, good guy. <laughs> here's my here's my severance package. I get season tickets. Right. I wherever you guys go, we'll, we're still going to be amicable, and you know you move forward. You know that's all I'm saying. Anyways, Forty um, ers roll. Brandon Ayuk come out party, dude's beast. Everybody betting Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown does everything but it. George Kittle comes out rolls. What a great game. Yeah, this team is getting right at the right time. Jimmy G was always the answer the whole time. Trey Lance, I mean, I get it because they drafted him and all that stuff, and he's got talent and all that, but when you have a team that's as complete as they are and a guy that's brought you to the Super Bowl before, Jimmy G threw four touchdowns this game. Was he insane? Again, I don't even know if he could throw the ball over 20 yards. Doesn't matter because he's got playmakers. He's got Kittle. He's got Debo. He's got Christian McCaffrey now. This offense is ridiculous. The defense is going to do its job. Bose is the boy. You're sitting you're sitting here looking at him, and like I said last or two weeks ago when we made our Super Bowl picks initially, I see this team going all the way. They're so fucking good. It's ridiculous. And, the dude, the Cardinals, I'm sorry about all Arizona fans. I'm just sorry about that. Yeah, everybody thought they were going to have a year this year, and Cliff Kingberry's on a hot seat. They figured out his offense because that's the thing. Like two years ago, they were really good. And then last year, you were like, okay, they started off really he good. Refused, he refuses to run the football. And right. he went for it on fourth down like three times in a row in his own territory. They did it. They did it again. I say this. Every, I'm like a freaking. It's like Groundhog's Day. Every single time. First down. Try to throw the ball. Doesn't work out. Second down. Halfback dive. Maybe two yards. Third down. Third and eight. Incomplete pass. Punt the ball. Over and over and over or and over and over. Or go for it on fourth down and fourth and short. And you're right. like, no. And then give no. the ball back to. 
fucking Christian McCaffrey. Like, what are you doing yeah, here? Give the ball back to one of the best offensive minds of the game, and he's going to eat you up every single time. It makes no sense. The Cardinals are bad. Cliff Kingsbury needs to leave. They need to bring somebody else in here that can actually help out Kyler. And, hey, shout out Colt McCoy. He's great at Texas. Once again, the best job to have in the planet is an unemployed NFL football coach. Best job to have in the and it, it's the best job to have in the planet. Facts. I would just what I would trade because there's always be there. a chance you get another one. It's a real shame. Right. No, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Best job ever. Anyways, uh, let's get a little bit of Bears corner. Not going to do the roar. Kind of got this chest cold thing moving. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, you're welcome. So, so, so bad. I'm horrible at it. What do you want me to do, dude? I'm trying to be your fucking no, friend right talk- now. I'm not talking about that, Vince. It's so actually a good you. one. Good job on the roar. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, this team is is difficult. It's fun to watch. It's, it's fun to watch, right? It's fun. But then you know in the back of your mind for the past three weeks, this kid's going to get his head fucking torn off. And it happened. It happened. He, uh, from what reports are saying, potentially dislocated his shoulder. They He didn't. They confirmed that he didn't. Thank God. Well, they said it was going to come out Wednesday. So uh, it's it been confirmed out- on CBS that he doesn't have a uh, dislocated okay. shoulder. So Okay. Well, he's still getting hurt. Maybe a little AC joint damage. Maybe. I'm, I'm still worried. The Vince, Chicago Bears it, are kimchi, Mike. What? The Chicago Bears are like kimchi. Um, kimchi. Kimchi's delicious. It's I, I know, but the first time you have it, you're like, whoa, what the hell? What is this? Maybe you don't like it right off the bat. That's kind of how they're feeling right now. It's good for them that they're losing, technically, because they're going to get a good draft pick. You're sure. eating it, and you're like, this is this is good. Like, I like this. I don't know if I like it completely, it's but kind of sour like right this. now. Right. But then it's a little spicy and it comes over. And, okay. Exactly. But at okay, the end of the day, this is probably this. good for them. But you don't really know. Like we, well, kimchi is good for you. It right. makes you poo. Yeah, exactly. So shit out the so bad. The, keep the good. Okay. okay. Justin Fields is good. Little injured. Kimchi. Not super injured. Confirmed. Hurt his shoulder. Not dislocated. Hurt his hammy a little bit. Stop calling freaking runs for the quarterback when someone's hammy hurts or you're going to hurt his shoulder too. That's something that I didn't like too much, but it's he's so fun to watch, man. He really is. It makes he's me giggly. And he makes like great throws too. He's got the arm. I just right now, I just don't believe he trusts himself. I agree. And I feel like he's not seeing ghosts, but he like, just dude, just let that fucker fly. Just Fuck it. There was a couple of off-kilter throws where I was like, okay, I don't think he technically wanted to do exactly what he just did right there, and it just ended up being like that. But, you know, he needs he needs more guys to throw to. The defense needs to be a little bit better. Um, shout out to Cordero Patterson. You know, yeah, he has the most kick returns of all time, not the most returns. That's still held by our guy, Devin Hester, but Cordero Patterson took it back, and he doesn't make any sense. Oh, Every time Devin Hester. Hmm. Is he officially? Hmm. No, he's not officially Hall of no, Famer yet, but no, he should I don't be. Think that'll ever happen. He should be. If really? Devin Hester's not really? and Patterson is, then I'm gonna die. What else did Devin Hester do? He couldn't do anything else but kick, but like, break records. Don't you hate on records. Devin Hester? This I'm is not. not hate on this him. is not it's a Devin fast, Hester hating fest. I'm not here for it's that. Just facts. Does he really deserve to be in the fucking Hall of Fame? Yeah, he like was the best at a position ever. Or Deion? That's not a position. That's a specialty place. What Dante Hall? Dog. Dante Hall. 
was the first. Josh Cram's dog. Okay, but they're not going to go to the fucking Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think you should go in. That Super Bowl. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do long snappers get in the Hall of Fame? They should. The if best good. long snapper ever. Never had one bad snap. Right. Don't. I mean, I mean you can't. Saying. You can't compare the two. I'm, oh, that's like. That's like saying. Position. That's like saying. Should a holder for kickoffs go to the Hall of Fame? No. Same thing with long snapper. Never, what if the laces were always out, Vince? What if the laces were always out? Yeah, it means right. he did his job pretty well. What if he always Ray Finkled laces out? Hey, what maybe. if he's the guy? What if what? I mean, come on. Then I guess you should respect the position more and put him in the Hall of Fame. I think Devin Esser belongs Rafe. in the Hall of Fame. Eh, all right. Been a long rabbit hole. Either way, thought process. If Justin is hurt. Right. Beyond what they're leading on to. Is it wise just to shut him down the rest of the season? Not the rest of the season, no. No, no shot. Um, <clears throat> send him out for a game, sure, maybe two <clears throat> if he needs it. He still has things he needs to improve on. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's not a finished product. I think we can all agree on that. I think having these games is going to be good for him next year. I think he needs to get a little bit better about decision making and accuracy. Um, that's only going to happen if you're in game time decisions. Like, I wouldn't sit him down for what do we got left? Like six weeks, seven weeks. Just just to say, oh, we rested him. He's okay now. I I think you give him two weeks if he needs it. Okay. And then you bring him back and he keeps playing. Because we're not getting anywhere, Trevor Simeon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's, well, like starting Andy Dalton, <laughs> it's like starting Andy Dalton, dude. It's like starting Andy Dalton. But that's kind of what I'm getting into, though. Like, let's suck for the rest of the season. Get even that draft pick. Build us some more assets to trade back in the draft or whatever the fuck you want to do. And you get this guy some protection. Because he's proven to you when he's protected, he can throw dimes. Look at what he did at Ohio State when he had a million hours. To throw yeah, but that was college defenses. It's a different game. <laughs> True. I I think he needs experience. I think you need to put him out there if he can play. And I and again, like if it's like a soft tissue injury or if he really did mess up his shoulder, like keep him out to heal up for sure. Like don't push him, but also put him in the game if he's ready to play. All right. All right, fair statement. Needless to say, it's promising right now. Promising right. for the Bears. Kimchi, baby. We Kimchi. Kimchi. <laughs> we'll always go back. All right, Vince. Let's get our picks done. Here we go. Thanksgiving games this year. We got the Bills Lions. Who do you got? Hmm. Bills. Oh, but what if the Lions take it four in a row? I'm not taking them either. I'm taking the uh, Bills. All right. We got Giants. At Cowboys? Ooh. Huh. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Me too. Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving. It's their domain. You got to take them in that situation. Patriots oh, yeah. at Vikings. What time is the game? It's at night. It's the last one. Ooh. Oh. Tempting. Oh. I'm taking the Pats. Oh, he's taking the I'm Patriots. Primetime Kirk sucks. Listen. So I don't I don't trust it. I'm going with the Pats. Hammer Kirk the Cousins is an all-American man. He loves Thanksgiving. Uh I don't think the Patriots are good at all. We'll see what ends up happening. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots take this, but I'm gonna take the Vikings. Let's go. All right, my favorite team, the Houston Texans versus the Dolphins. <laughs> Ooh, Dolphins all the way. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins as well. Two is a real deal. 
Bengals at Titans. AFC battle. Oof. Oof. Titans win two in a row recently. Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Titans at home in this game. I don't know why. I just feel it. Broncos at Panthers. What a battle. (laughs) What a shit bowl. You know what? Sam Darnold's coming back this Uh, week. Defense looks good. Sammy D's about to win Sam Darnold. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to take him again. I think I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm going to take the Broncos. I said I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't, but I am. I'm sorry. I have to. I don't like the Panthers at all. All right. Bears at Jets. The battle of the quarterbacks in the same draft class. What kind of fan would I be? It's going to be a shit show, but the Bears. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears. I think they actually do get a win this week. I think they've been close the last couple weeks and they need it. All right. Falcons at Commanders. Commies. All day. Heineke season. Bucks at Browns. Maybe a fun matchup. Bucks. I will take the Bucks as well. Sean Watson is going to be loose soon. The juice is loose, as they say. What's up, Twitter world? <laughs> Ravens at Jags. Ravens. Yep. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Jags were fun while they lasted. Steelers at Seahawks. Ooh, you mean the Raiders, Raiders at Seahawks? Excuse me. There Jeez we Louise. go. Jeez now Louise. And now we're talking <laughs> Seahawks. Yeah, I like the Raiders. Let's do it again. Let's, no let's way. Let's get ready to get hurt. They, In Seattle. They, wow, did it. Okay. they did it last time. They'll do it again. <clears throat> All right. Maybe interesting battle. Chargers at Cardinals. Mm, no. Chargers. Yep. Taking the Chargers as well. They're going to get a win this week. Saints at 49ers in San Francisco. Jimmy G and that handsome face goes all the way. That's an easy call there. I'm taking the 49ers as well. All right. Rams at Chiefs. This would have been fun last year. Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs are winning by a million. Um, <laughs> a game that Sunday Night Football was probably excited about a while ago, but maybe not anymore. Packers at Eagles. Um, Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles and a brutal Monday night football matchup. Steelers at Colts. What a snoozer. Um, I'm going to take the Colts. Yep. It's Monday. This game's happening, but I'm taking Saturday, baby. Let's go. There's our picks. We'll see if I can come back. I'm down by seven. Now my, uh, show or nine. What's I'm down seven. Or nine? seven. I'm down seven. Okay. Let me check to be sure I put it in and did the math today, so this doesn't happen again. It is ninety-seven and sixty-seven for Mike, and it is ninety and seventy-four for me. Ooh. So I'm down seven. We'll see if I can get a couple picks here. Should not have showboated as hard as I did in the beginning because I just got shit on the last like seven weeks. <laughs> Flexing. It is what Don't it mind is. Me. You live, you learn. Oh, yeah. You talked a lot of shit in the beginning of the year, Vince. There's no oh, doubt. Yeah, make I'm literally born to talk shit. Don't call it a comeback. All right. Hey, it's gobble season, Mike. (laughs) That was incredible. Um, And we thought at the end of this, obviously, there's no baseball going on. Free agency is just starting off. There's nothing much on the NBA right now besides the Ben Simmons stuff because, you know, beginning of the season is football time right now. So could we also bring up, though? Yes. Okay. That the Bulls right now. Mm -hmm. All right. In all series with the Celtics so far this season, four games. Three and one. So, yeah, but they're not doing great against anybody else. 
All right, fair enough. All right, they then, lost to the magic. I... They lost to the magic. They already lost the Vucevic trade. It's uh, it's interesting in Bulls land right now. They're seven and ten. They're currently eleventh in the in the Eastern Conference. So we'll All see. A lot of lot of season left. A lot of season left. Okay. But Mike, okay. yeah, in inspiration of the Thanksgiving holiday, mm-hmm. you brought up a great idea: drafting Thanksgiving foods. This could be anything that's at your table, anything that's on my table, whatever it may be. I'll let you do the honors. You can pick one, I get pick two, you get pick three, etc. And we'll see who makes the best table here, huh? I love that. With the first pick <laughs> in that Thanksgiving food football draft. Okay. Number one. Stuffing. Ah, oh, you dick. I mean, that's an easy number or one. Or dressing. Or dressing. You you eat it every year. I mean, if you, I had the first pick. Yeah. I mean, I got to take stuffing or yeah. dressing, as some would call it. You eat it one time a year. I have never had <laughs> I've never had stuffing at a different time of year. You got to take stuffing one one in the Thanksgiving food draft. You must. This might be a little contentious here. This hold is. On, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. The pick is Hold in. Hold on. We ain't copyrighted. <laughs> the pick Six is seconds. in. Number two overall. <clears throat> this is going to be a little bit of contentious here, but it happens only a very few times a year. Usually Thanksgiving, usually Christmas. I'm taking sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes oh. and marshmallows. There's no, there's no value nutritionally, but it's Good delicious. Good size. A lot of sugar, but a great side. Sure, it's Thanksgiving. You're not thinking about you, that you, shit. You could, you could pair it with your turkey if that's your thing or your ham. It could add or your a lot of depth of flavor. Yeah. What, if you, yeah, okay, fine. Don't <laughs> I'm even not eating celebrate tofurky. it. I'm if you eat tofurkey. I'm sorry. <laughs> tofurk you. Anyways. Go, go furk off. <laughs> go go furk yourself, all right? All right. Tofurk yourself. To go to furk yourself. Anyways. Okay. Sweet potato, great choice. Thank you. Really like the thought process. Add butter, brown sugar, maybe a little black pepper. Yeah. If you want that other depth of flavor. Cayenne. Right? Cayenne. Cheyenne. All right. With the second pick. Yes. The inaugural. Thanksgiving draft. Thanksgiving draft. (laughs) Go back. Picks in. Um, (laughs) We are going to go. Ham. Ham. Might be a reach. First meat off the board? First meat off the board. Okay. We're going to go ham. To me, the Thanksgiving pork is more important than the Thanksgiving turkey. Do you really love turkey? You know, that's the thought process. You know, if turkey or ham sitting in front of you, which one are you going to lean towards? I got to be honest. It's not high on my board at all. Turkey? Yeah. It's, It's just not. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, when I'm, like, looking forward to Thanksgiving, it's like, yeah, it depends on the turkeys prepared. Sure. But if it's just a straight-up baked-ass turkey, like, I'm not that excited. I'm just not. I agree. Now, if it's a sweet honey ham, cut thin, nice, maybe a little Hawaiian roll, mm. I mean, come on now. It'll take on. me somewhere. It certainly will. It'll take you somewhere good. All right. That's that's my second pick of the draft and the reasons behind it. All right. Number two for me. If you want to play it, go ahead. Pick us in. 
I'm going sides again. I might be side heavy this draft. Wow. I wow. I'm gonna take Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Same wow. reason as the sweet potatoes. Wow. Again, wow. you're not eating like wow. fat boiled Brussels sprouts. You're eating those like shaved up. Put a bunch of shit in it. You got some like walnuts and shit in it. You just toss it up with some nice oil. It's a delicious treat. Doesn't happen often for me. I don't think about Brussels sprouts often, but when they show up on the Thanksgiving table, I'm the first one grabbing that bowl. So Brussels sprouts. Todd, Todd could be a smidge of a reach off the board. Goes with <laughs> Brussels sprouts with the second pick in the draft. <laughs> Had other needs there. Potentially a meat. Potentially a different side. Potentially a second potato. Decides to go with the Brussels sprout. Could be a reach. We'll see how it works for him. Hyper, let's go. That's incredible. All right. Oh, boy. All right, you're up. With the third pick in the Thanksgiving draft, sweet potatoes. No, ah, you can't do that. Party potatoes. Sorry, party potatoes. Party potatoes. You gotta explain to me what that is because I'm not sure I know what that is. To those who don't know what a party potato is, it's a play on like a baked mash, but you do it with. Thinly sliced, kind of similar to that of maybe like a hash brown consistency. Okay. And that's brought in with cheese. Okay. okay. And then topped with not panko, but cornflakes. Ooh. Just straight up cornflakes. So it's like a casserole type deal almost. Kind of like a casserole deal. Okay. But it is like mm, fucking amazing. I love it. Third pick in the draft. Balanced draft. Okay. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) I don't, I still don't want to take turkey. I'm not going to lie. That's really no one wants to take turkey. It doesn't move. It doesn't move the line for me. I'd rather take skill players here. I don't need that foundational. I mean, Vince, I'm going to take skill players. We got to, we got to get into your third pick in the draft. So with the third pick, take us on. With the I third really pick in the inaugural, yeah, we're going to get copyrighted. I don't even know. With the inaugural Thanksgiving food draft, I'm going to take mac and cheese. Oh. Mac and cheese is good. Depends on how you make it. Cost, Some people make cost. good mac and cheese. Some people make bad mac and cheese. A little bit of Italian pasta flair in there, maybe. A little bechamel idea. We talked about it today, but take a mac okay. and cheese in three. Todd, 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 very good pick in the third. <laughs> redeems himself. Redeems himself in the third round. Todd, really like the complexity here. Rich in flavor. Deep depth flavored dive. Definitely going to round out his plate. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> Our desserts off the table. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we got five picks here to go like Pun real intended. deal. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah. We got five picks here to go real it's deal. thin now. Getting thin now. We are, we are thinning the herd. We yeah. are thinning the herd. All right. So Vince, third pick. Yep. Make a cheese. All right. Now we're now we're gonna go fourth round. All right. Now now we're gonna go fourth round. You're looking for right. value now. Now we're, we're really looking, looking for, for value, value across the board. Talent. Just and this solely is very talent. dependent on the household you're in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with all of that being said, in the fourth pick of the inaugural Thanksgiving food draft. Gravy. Gravy. Is this contentious? Because is gravy a food by itself? Gravy, in theory, could be a food in itself. Drink it? Because you're not drinking it, but it adds, right? Listen, you put it on your board, so. 
I mean, listen, gravy to me is incredible depth of flavor okay. to whatever you're adding. If you're adding it to your party potatoes, if you're adding it to your stuffing and cover your, it all slash dressing, shit. right? Yeah. So that's an add to me, and I don't think it's a reach at this stage of the graph. It's it's gravy. It's gravy. It's gravy. It's gravy, baby. It's gravy, baby. Gravy, baby. All right, my pick's in. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> I like the delay. <laughs> it's great. Just everybody's sitting here listening to the end of this. Um, pick is in. Listen, this is the quarterback that you don't want to take, but you got it because your team doesn't have one. Um, I I need to do it. There's no other meat that you're going to eat on Thanksgiving. It is what it is here. I got to take turkey. I feel like turkey is a good pick in the fourth round here. It's the staple of the table at Thanksgiving. If you don't have a turkey, it's not Thanksgiving. Give me turkey in the fourth round. Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> you got to do Can't it. believe turkey fell this far in the draft. Can't <laughs> believe turkey fell this far in the draft. Everybody thought he was going to go in the first round, second round. Potentially, if the third round was he was going to be even be on the board, turkey was your pick. Vince gets turkey in the fourth round. I think it's good value. <clears throat> it's I a really very do. good value pick. I mean, you. at this stage of the game, you know, we both round out our draft boards with meat, right? True. You got to have that. Now, what's your favorite part of the turkey? Is it the breast? Is it the wing? Is it the leg? Are you a dark See, meat guy? Are you, are you a white meat guy? It depends on the turkey. So this is a big thing. Some people don't know how to make turkey well, and it's dry. And if True. you get a dry yeah, turkey dry. and you eat that breast, it is literally like oh. gnawing on a bone. It's horrible. Yeah, it's bad. If you get a good, nice, juicy, maybe smoked, maybe Ooh. fried, if you really don't give a Ooh. shit about calories, that breast is going to be deep, tasty. Oh, deep but fried turkey, dude. If Fuck you're going to go bro. across the board, if I'm eating oh, f- five turkeys and you don't know who cooked it, I'm taking the leg every time. The leg oh, yeah. is nice. Juicy meat, you, no matter what that dark you, you meat You can't does. fuck up the leg. Higher fat content for sure. Definitely going to satiate you a little bit longer than maybe a breast piece would. Agreed. And let's face it, at this stage of the game, we've already ingested enough calories to joke a fucking horse. Yeah. So you're I not mean, counting at this point. No, you're definitely not counting at this point. Okay. So fourth pick. Wow. Turkey yeah. falls to four. Turkey falls to four. Now we're going to round out this one. This is big. All right. All right. Final pick. Yep. In the inaugural Thanksgiving football draft. <laughs> Food draft, not football draft. Anyways, <laughs> fifth pick. It's where it gets tough. Collard greens. Collard greens. Oh, fuck, dude. Coll- mm-hmm. Collard greens presented in the correct way. Yes. I could eat an entire bowl of those. After dinner, do not be close to me in any sort of five foot proximity. Listen, it looks disgusting. Just, uh, it does look but disgusting, it's but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's the definition of looks can be deceiving. I mean, it, a lot of people call it southern spinach. A lot of people call them collards. Whatever, whatever you're going to call them, but usually they're prepared with bacon, and and that bacon just adds such a second depth of flavor. Yeah, and, and, and it's just so delicious. Usually, if you you cook them with a lot of butter, right? Because you want that richness. You take away and, all of the nutritional value. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck the nutrition. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Usually, like a half stick of butter and some bacon you fried up earlier in the day with some of that grease, salt, pepper, let it come up slow. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
A little oh. simmer on that shit. Let it go. Oh God, so good. But yeah, then once again, here here's I I I figured it out today, Vince. You know something's really good that if your fart smells exactly like it, it was awesome. <laughs> that is sick. <laughs> it's so disgusting, but it's so true. I can't. You can't see me arguing. Think that. about it though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Final pick. And I'm ready, the you know, Thanksgiving football draft, you know, it's the Mr. Irrelevant going on right now. Uh, it's in, it's in, it picks in cotton. This rounds out the table. No matter what, we've got a lot of heavy, maybe a lot of like, you know, wetter substances of sorts. One of the things that's a staple and you might not have this, you might just have, you know, a substitute of it, but I'm taking cornbread as my last pick. I think the bread is very important to the Thanksgiving table. It's good to soak up that gravy that we talked about earlier. I think cornbread's good. If you're eating rolls, that's a good substitute, but cornbread's going to be what I take at that five. I think it's good value. I really do. Todd, Todd, good value. Last pick in the draft. Definitely irons out that left edge of his plate. Definitely something you could add some butter to. Definitely something you could dip in gravy. Definitely something you could stack on top with turkey. 100% a great pick. Thank you. I think we did a good job there. Vince, I think we did a wonderful job. To be honest, I think we rounded out our boards. I I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Pray to God we don't get copyrighted. Yeah, don't sue us. Um, Don't sue us, NFL. It's six seconds, okay? (laughs) Which technically, what? It's over and over and over again. It's fine. I don't know. We're not going to get into the laws here. (laughs) We're not getting into any laws or rules or regulation but it's episode 47, and we appreciate you being back with us because wow. finally we're together again. Yes. We're reunited. And it feels and so it good. And it felt so good. And longest episode to date, so that's how you really know. Yeah. Vinny true. Boy, so happy you're back from your sickness. Yes. It's been a uh, pleasure. We, we're never down with the sickness. Right. As uh, Disturbed would say. Anyways, once again, people, you know the drill. Go on Instagram, like us at the Taxi Squad Podcast. Do Go it. listen to the joy and watch what Vinny drops on the Twitter. Follow. Right? Follow that shit. Follow that. And then not only that, whatever platform you're listening to, give us a follow. Give us a download. Or all both. If you can rate us, rate us too. Give yeah, us five. You know, just give us five if you like if you if you if you're in a generous mood and in a thankful mood this holiday season. And as always. Share with your grandfather, okay? Let You're going to see him. You're going to see You're him. You're going to see him in two days. Just let him know. Wish him let a him happy know Thanksgiving the from the boys and link him up. Show him how to use a link if he doesn't know how to do that. Show do the man how to use his phone and listen to some fun stuff, and your grandfather's going to be a part of the show, right? That's all we could ask. So, right. as always, you know, thank you, everybody, for coming in. We're thankful for you and this awesome ability to bring this to you week in, week out. A very happy Thanksgiving. See you next week. Peace.